Welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal shit. I'm Rossi. <laughs> Over in Chicago, we have LK. Hey, mate. Getting a bit loose already today. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> How's your shit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have made myself a recording cocktail today, so bottoms up. Let's get her done. You? I have to tell you, the best thing that happened to me all week was when I received a text from you saying, okay, I think James Hewitt might be Harry's dad. <laughs> I did send you that unprompted, didn't I? It's because I did some googling and looked at all the pictures, the end. Right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. You look at the images of James Hewitt. It doesn't even have to be a young James Hewitt, just any picture of James Hewitt and Harry, and you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Unless like Russian hack hackers have photoshopped those pictures and that's not actually what James Hewitt looks like, but we think it is because they're ha- they're photoshopping every picture of him. It's a possibility. It is, but Russian hackers don't have the time or budget that Buckingham Palace do, so Okay. Fair. I'll allow mm. it. Do you have any quick royal breaking news? Um, I do. Two things. One, the Sussex Royal website is still up despite Beers telling them to stop using the name Sussex Royal. So they're, really? I think that's called infringement. And two, <laughs> uh, Charlotte turned five today and uh, there's just like pictures everywhere and she gives really good um, face. Like she's a very expressive little girl. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures? I haven't seen the pictures. They're really cute. She's got good eyebrow. And I don't want to take this away from you because you did mention it maybe last episode about Fergie's YouTube channel. Oh, mate. But this week mainstream media and um, some Instagram celebrities have uh, discovered it and they are taking the mickey out of Fergie. And I believe you told me they've blocked comments. Yep, can't comment. Um, I think Fergie herself may be having a few recording cocktails, just quietly. Mate, she is having like Xanax smoothies or she's putting something in her drink because she looks stoned. It's almost like some um, psychedelics. Yeah, I think I said to you, she's like channeling Britney Spears. Like she's just strange. Yeah, you were you were um, definitely more concerned than I was. I was just up for the lol, and you were like, "Oh, I don't know, mate." So I don't think she's okay. But is she okay in the sense that she's in a house with like staff that are paid to look after her, and so she will be okay, even though she's not okay? Oh yeah, she. I mean, she will be okay. It's not like the ISO is getting to her. I think life is getting to Fergie. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Time will tell. I mean, this wedding, if bloody Eugenie ever has one, like a real wedding, oh, it's going to be so good. A post-ISO royal wedding. Mwah. Oh, it's what the world needs, but I feel I feel like there's a lot of pressure for Eugenie and her crazy parents and Mexit. Like. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon they get a Guernsey to the wedding, Harry and Meghan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you think they get to um, sit in all the right places? Well, they'll probably have to come in the back entrance with Fergie because they're no longer royals. Right. Okay, let's get into it because this week we are talking about Megxit. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Introducing. Actually, mate, we don't need that today because they're not royals anymore. So, introducing Megxit. Woo! Well, not just Megxit, but Harry and Meghan, which, I mean, they weren't royals long enough to talk about anything else, really. <laughs> they had a wedding, a baby, and then that was it. And you've been a bit. Um... You've been a bit toe about this one, Rossi. You've been very anxious to tackle the Megxit beast, haven't you? I have been quite anxious because I'd love to bring something new to the table, but um, seems the media is quite good at their job and have reported all yeah. available facts. More than all. <laughs> I did um, stumble across this Vanity Fair article that was written post Megxit, and this writer has given up half their life to write this article it is like probably four thousand words it's so long and it goes all into her childhood and her crazy family and it's it's quite interesting but doesn't uncover anything amazing but well done um what's the shout out Vanessa Gregoriadis Good on you, Nessa. Well done. God's yeah, work. Killed it. Filed the story December 19, 2018, and then poured herself a Christmas cocktail, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, in the um in the spirit of citing websites, I would also like to say that all the information I'm going to provide in today's episode either comes from the express.co.uk <laughs> Or good housekeeping. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so in instead of just going into Harry and Meghan's lives together, their wedding, the baby, all of that, because we all kind of know what happens there, uh, let's talk a little bit about what maybe led them to the Megxit decision. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Are you down for that, LK? Yeah. I think the short answer is ego, but let's see. <laughs> In a nutshell, are they really modern royals or are they leaving the royal family? Discuss. Mm. It's hard to discuss this with you, mate, because you're so full of rage. <clears throat> um I will say that I have not actively read up on the lawsuits and the complaints that they've made about the press and her treatment. So I feel, especially because a lot of it's based on race, I feel like I either need to like read up and figure out my own opinion or just take their word for it. But at the same time, I put myself in Biz's shoes and it's just like, fuck you guys. Like she's given her whole life to keeping this thing alive and they're just like, nah, we're not doing that anymore. I'm trying to be open-minded this episode. Yes, perhaps they do want to take a modern approach, let's say. And I too haven't done a lot of research on her treatment in the press and the lawsuits and everything, but it's very telling the different narrative that she gets to Kate. Like the classic example is there's a story about Kate wanting avocado during her pregnancy and how beautiful her husband William is for getting her avocado to get her through her pregnancy. And then there's a story about Megan and avocado and how it's destroying the earth. You know, it's a a millennial treat to have avocado. So like she gets slammed in the media for, for that kind of stuff. 
and Kate is like a hero. Yeah. Um, Kate is a hero. Like Kate has never, ever, 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 ever put a foot wrong, ever. The stakes are so much higher for her. Yeah, true. And she's got a clean record, let's say. Mm, yeah. But also when um, Harry and Meghan first got together, the news story broke that they were together and then three days later was the first uh, racial discrimination mm media article was published so she had three days of how exciting harry and megan together and then it was all downhill that's pretty yucky okay also we all know that megs has uh been married before yes we do yeah we'll go into that a little bit later but she also wasn't willing to change her ideas and her ambitions in her first marriage and i think she's doing the same in her second marriage, which is from a feminist standpoint, good on you. Yeah, get it done. Yeah, don't marry into the most traditional family yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, like literally. Just yeah, I think that's where I get uncomfortable and where you get uncomfortable is that she there's no way she didn't know what she was walking into. And so to walk into it with an attitude of like poor me and like look at all the sacrifices I'm making – not that that's necessarily what she's doing, but that's kind of the narrative we're getting from the press. Feels icky. Yeah, agree. I do sympathize a little bit because she is American. She probably, you know, she didn't grow up with the royal family like we did or people in, in Britain did. She doesn't understand. She doesn't have that background information. But I read somewhere that um, Megan was pretty obsessed with Diana as a teenager. Like, Yeah, but she grew up with a different narrative. Like in America, Princess Diana is just like a celebrity, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You just get all the glitz and glam, you don't get all yeah. the pomp. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, okay. So so you're giving her a pass for some ignorance but not all. Yeah, exactly. And when she first started going out with Harry, all her friends, all her English friends were like, don't, don't mm. do it. Yeah, because your life's not yours anymore. I just wish we could know what it's like. Like that should be some sort of VR experience, <laughs> meeting the queen when you're dating Harry. Like just a maybe like a two-hour, they give you a headset, you walk into Buckingham Palace, scones are served, and you get graded at the end. So quick background on Megs. Mm-hmm. Her dad, Thomas, was a, a lighting tech. Um, in the Vanity Fair article, they say Emmy award-winning lighting tech. Well, excuse um, me. Because he was on the set of Married with Children. <laughs> anyway, um, and then her mum, Doria, was the makeup artist on the set of Married oh. with Children and they oh. fell in love and they had Megan. Beautiful. I didn't know that. That's like not to overuse this word some more, but that is kind of iconic. <laughs> I mean, it's the story of every child who grew up in L.A., yeah, that's true. God, LA is disgusting. Don't come for me. <laughs> anyway, Thomas has a couple of kids from a previous marriage or relationship. Um, yeah. They're a bit, quite a bit older. And Thomas and oh, I always want to say Daria. I'm sorry. It's I'm Doria. pretty sure it's Doria. Yeah. Yeah, it's an O, but it really, my, my tongue just really struggles to recognize the O. Yeah, I understand, mate. Yeah, but they split up. I think Megan's about seven at the time. Okay. Well, I've got um, an interesting um, fun fact just to throw in there. 
because when they announced their engagement, the son did some digging and found out that they are like 15 generations back their ancestors, Harry and Meghan's ancestors were cousins with each other, first cousins, 15 generations ago. Oh, whoa. So they're okay. related. It's total Biz and Phillips situation. Oh, no, but they're first cousins, not they? Yeah, they're, first, they're like second cousins and also related on the other side. Yeah. So Megan goes to college in Chicago. Yeah, she does. Chi-town baby. Go balls. <laughs> and um, she pretends to do a communications major, but really she's just dreaming of being an actress in LA. <laughs> Did she tell you that? no but her appearance on deal or no deal certainly did oh mate so good and apparently her um briefcase never got picked never never and she she used to hate it because she used to have to stand there the whole time in those heels because as soon as you get picked you get to go and sit down never got to sit Also, she, I think this was before Deal or No Deal, she worked for the US Embassy in Argentina and she wanted to be a diplomat for a hot minute, but she, um, you have to sit this exam called the Foreign Service Exam, which is like really hard and she failed. So then she went on Deal yes. or No Deal. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. Like she pretended to do communications major and like she had these ambitions, but at the end of the day, she's just a kid from LA and she's a cliche. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. A very, very attractive cliche, I will say. Yeah. Um, apparently her nose is the most requested at plastic surgeons these days. Is it really? Yeah. She does have a she good nose, actually. Nose. Yeah. Jinx. Um, okay, so Megan does deal or no deal. She gets a couple of jobs in LA. She was in a surprising movie. Wait, she was in Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. She was also in something. Oh, was it a Hallmark movie? No, it was. I'm going to take a sip of my recording cocktail while you. um... Oh, wait, here it is. Oh, she was in Get Him to the Greek. Oh, with um, Russell Brand. Yeah. Oh, they'd actually be a great couple now that I think of it. Oh, do you think? Oh, no, I don't think so. No way. She couldn't handle him. I think she could. She can handle Harry. I don't think they're that different. Um, they're very different because Harry has grown up not being ever able to have a political view and Russell Brand only has political views. Okay, but I feel like if Harry didn't grow up in the institution, like if Harry had Russell's upbringing, they would be the same. <laughs> okay. So the point of me finding that movie was to, to let you know that she doesn't really do anything in her acting career of note. And then typical when it rains, it pours. She gets the pilot for Suits. She has to relocate to Canada. She meets her first husband and gets married all at the same time. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, it always away. So she gets married and then she has to immediately relocate to Canada. I mean, I'd rather live in Canada than LA, just quietly. Yeah, right. 
Um, so she does this long distance marriage situation. Her first husband's name is Trevor Eggleston and he is a film producer. Okay. Which, like a real film producer or like a shit film producer? I mean, not like Dodie Al-Fayed. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> On the scale of zero to Dodie, where, where is he? I only know that he, um, after he divorced Megan, he went out with Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of No, really? Yeah. Oh my god. So her so Megan Markle and Bethany Frankel are like Eskimo brothers. So what's that no called? <laughs> no, that's called when you uh sleep with the same person. Hang on. Stand I'm sorry, by. I think I, I called him Trevor Eggleston, but it's Engelson. Oh mate, it doesn't matter. Uh so he was the producer on the movie Remember Me and uh, Megan was Okay. And he's obviously, what is he doing now? Uh, he did a 2018 movie called 13 Minutes. He's, I mean, he, he does lots of movies. He's, yeah. he's getting work. He could also sell his story to the tabloid press and be set for life anyway. Uh, he was in Harry and Meghan, A Windsor Wedding, the documentary. Really? Huh. Was he, like, complimentary? Um, I think he's been quite good the whole time. He's, he's not a jerk. Good on you, I think mate. his friends make fun of him. Yep, heard that. But uh, for being the, um, I think you call it the baked beans husband. What? When you have a husband before you get famous. <laughs> it's, called, it's called the baked beans or baked beans husband or baked beans wife. I really like that. Yeah, and then you and then you get famous and then you get a new one. Wow. Trevor, he's doing, doing well. He's remarried. He's having a great time. Don't Good. worry about him. Okay, I won't. Anyway, but Meg's is married to Trevor and she's like, nah, mate, I'm, I'm going to stay in Toronto and keep doing this show suits for eight seasons Jesus yeah so their marriage doesn't last very long only two years and then she's uh in Toronto on her own and um starts up a lifestyle blog called The Tig (sighs) have you heard her explanation about why it's called The Tig um because she named it after a wine yeah so I read this quote and it was like oh it's named after this wine that's really good that taught me the difference between red wine and white wine and I was just like, mate, isn't that difference already fairly obvious? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. She's American. The Americans aren't reeling into wine though, are they? No, not really. I mean, um, I've been in quarantine with my in-laws for seven weeks now and we've only drunk wine from Costco and, and it's in those like a very, very big like industrial bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of finesse. But delicious. I mean, all for it. Is this a good time to pause for a quick quiz? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Great. It's trivia time. So this quiz is, again, we're doing things a little bit different this week because I found a quiz on goodhousekeeping.com and the quiz title is... (laughs) Getting such a run today. I know. (laughs) Could you be best friends with Meghan Markle? And we are going to find out your answer, Rossi. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a yes, but let's see. Let's see. Okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Yes, so Megan also selects dogs because she uh, has a beagle that she moved to London after she married Harry. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Um, which college, American college football team do you root for, UCLA or Northwestern? <laughs> Northwestern. Yeah, that was the right answer, mate, because that's where she went to college. That's a boring answer. Okay, it's girls' night. Do you roast a chicken or order a pizza? 
am I saying my real answer or am I saying the Megan answer to get it right? I'm going to say the Megan answer. answer. Yeah. It's the chicken. Yeah. So she um, apparently roasted a chicken on the night Harry proposed. Yep. Also, this is not an ad, but shouts out to Costco on the roast chicken. They do a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not as good as Megan, but still. Imagine if we were sponsored by Costco. Oh, Oh, that would be, oh, God. Which hobby would you rather, calligraphy or knitting? Oh, calligraphy. Yeah. She did that also for a buck when she was down on her luck in LA. Yeah, and she does have very, very, very good handwriting. Does she? Yeah. Have you seen her handwriting? It's all over the place, mate. Just Google Meghan Markle calligraphy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here's the thing, though. I'm a little bit untrusting of people with neat handwriting and I'm not sure why. Do you think it's because they've put so much effort into something like that? Yes. I think it hints at a um, a neurotically neat personality that is not aligned with my own, but I could just be just projecting my own bullshit onto other people's handwriting. I'm not sure. I think you're jealous. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm jealous. Anyway, moving on. Doctor therapist Julie. <laughs> um, <laughs> watermelon with cinnamon sounds delicious or gross? Delicious. Yeah, apparently she's all about it. Um, this quiz is not that good. Um, which cable TV show do you prefer, Mad Men or Breaking Bad? Uh, Mad Men. Yeah, definitely into Mad Men. Also into the newsroom and girls. Which this one's been old because no one watched Girls after like 2013. Shut up. I love Girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Red or white wine, mate? Oh, red. Okay, hang on. Yep. Tig. It's the the Tig. Okay, so she says, early fans of the Duchess remember that she once blogged for the Tig, but only true Megan devotees know that the name stands for Tignanello. A full-bodied red wine. I used to be of the it doesn't matter so long as it's red persuasion, but I grew up and so did my palate. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you can't live without, your Vitamix or your sugar lip treatment? Oh, she apparently, I have a friend who does this also, she used to take her Vitamix everywhere with her. Yeah, I want to learn more about this. Um, Actually, it's a trick question because the answer is both, but yes. Um, So the short answer is uh, yes, you are best friends with Meghan Markle. I don't know how many you got. Stand by, mate. One, two, three, four. I think I got them all right. Yeah, I think I think you got them all right. Okay, let's see what it says. You are Meghan Markle. You're seriously flattered. Oh, we're seriously flattered you're taking this quiz, Meghan. <laughs> I knew that I was going to get that answer because when you said to me at the start, if I was best friends with Meghan Markle, Billy's voice came into my head because he always says that I don't like people who are really similar to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't like Meghan Markle because I am her. <laughs> oh, my God, you might be. You're partial to a grown-up tantrum. You don't mind a green juice. Yeah. Good insight, marketing director Billy. I, I want to unpack that later. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Harry now. Okay. So also the media are very good at their job and have reported everything we need to know about Harry ever. Yeah. Some might say more than we ever need to know. 
Yeah, exactly. But cracks did start to show last year, 2019, when Harry and Meghan, Archie, their son, to Africa and they got some bloke to come along and film a documentary, Harry and Meghan, An African Journey. Ooh. This was the the first bomb they yeah, got. Yeah, this is when they they're starting to warm people up, but the entire world was still completely ignorant as to what was going to happen. Oh god, I get so I'm so conflict averse that just the very thought of that documentary just makes me like shudder. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's like it, I tried to watch it online, but I couldn't get it. Oh yeah, no, I it's, I think it's on YouTube. Oh, damn it. I didn't look it's there. very well made. Like, it's like lovely, but like looking back, it is such a declaration of war. Yep, for sure. And the guy who produced it, he's like an old mate of Harry's, right? Oh, I don't know that. Probably. Yeah, he's done – well, he, he's not an old mate, but he's he's worked with Harry a lot before. So he's kind of – he was like a trusted narrator, let's say. Yeah, okay. Like they knew he was going to do it from a positive perspective for Harry and Meghan. Yeah, yeah. That's like super obvious that it was a safe space. Um, and so in the documentary, Harry speaks to Diana and he says, I think being part of this family in this role, in this job, every single time I see a camera, every single time I hear a click, every single time I see a flash, it takes me back. So in that respect, it's the worst reminder of her life as opposed to the best. Oh, God, that's awful. I know, right? And Harry was always very protective of Meghan even before they were engaged. He uh, sent Buckingham Palace press secretary out to give a statement saying, leave her alone. It's just not done until now. No, yeah. He had never done that before. And I bet poor Chelsea, that girl he was with oh. for years, was like, oh, righto, mate. Now, now you speak up. <laughs> you poor love. Nah, she didn't think that because she was like, oh, I was born for that role and you didn't yeah. think me. Thank yeah. you, but also get stuffed. Yeah, but I think Chelsea's probably doing okay, right? I would imagine. Yeah, she's fine. I kind of like to think that Harry loved her so much, more than Meghan even, that he didn't want her. He didn't want her to step into the role. Oh, my God, mate. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That's so romantic. It is romantic, isn't it? Because she was like his first love and they, you know, they were together for so long. Mate, let's write that screenplay. Here for it. Oh, that's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. If we wrote the screenplay, we could write in a voice of a narrator and then maybe we could get Megan to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here comes good at voiceovers. Well done, mate. Well done. (laughs) Also, in this um, African Journey documentary, is also when Harry says, on William. We're certainly on different paths at the moment, but I will always be there for him as I know he'll always be there mm. for me. I think William has formed his allegiance with the family. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think we forget because of all the other things that are going on, just how big of a deal what they've done is. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's the biggest. Like, it doesn't get bigger. Except for King David abdicating. Well, yeah, but it's the second biggest. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he's 
he's always been a um a funny little bastard, hasn't he? Like, what was that? Like, I read that he faced a tribunal at Eton because they thought he was cheating, and then he went to rehab for a day because of his marijuana use, and then he was a Nazi at that party one time, and then he did the hot tub thing. Like, what? I I I struggle to gauge like whether that's the real Harry or that's just Harry's coping mechanism. Like, I don't actually have a sense of his personality. Really? Well, yeah, that's because yeah. he's really a Hewitt and he's just <laughs> doing commoner things. Whereas William, it would never have even crossed his mind because he's of blue blood. That's interesting. <laughs> that is an interesting perspective. Okay. So you're just saying he's um, part Spencer, part love rat, and that is the result. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it does add up. You, you, I mean, you can't find genetics. You can because um, <laughs> I, I think that's like what medicine is um, based on, but <laughs> but I get what you're saying. <laughs> okay, let's just agree that he's James Hewitt's son and that's why he does the things he does. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And then also if he's James Hewitt's son, then who cares about the exit thing because they weren't even actually in the royal family in the first place. So this is the whole the whole thing is redundant. Yeah, that's true. But I care about it in like the same way I, you want to look at a car crash when you're driving past. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? So, look, I don't know if I've summarised this well enough, but basically I think that Megan is just very strong-willed and Harry, like you just highlighted, likes to push the boundaries and likes to see how far he can go and get in trouble without getting in trouble. Yeah. And he may have pushed it as far as he can push it, I think. Yep. And even though they pretend to be busy and do projects and volunteer and give their time to good, basically the royal life is spending a lot of time in a house doing nothing. So here Meg's probably just whipped out their computers, started writing down some things, and then next minute yeah. they're leaving the royal family, you know? Like it just probably spiralled. Yeah, I think so too. Isn't that just nuts? Yeah. And uh, I wonder if they had to like steal secret moments to talk about this, just the two of them, because I'm sure there's always staff around, always. Yeah. They're like having secret conversations in the broom closet. No, I think they're just doing it out in the open. Like I think about it, if Billy and I were to do that, we'd get out our laptops and then like start making a plan to change the world. But then we're like, oh, got to take the dogs for a walk. Oh, got to do some washing. You know, like things get in the way. Things interrupt us. But for Harry and Meg, they don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah, that's true actually. Yeah, wow. What do you think this all looks like when, God forbid, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II passes from this world? Like what does Harry and Meghan's role become then? Nothing. <laughs> well, I just think if your father is the king, that's a much closer relationship to the crown than when your grandmother is queen. Oh, like, I see. That must I be see. a stronger sense of responsibility, I would yeah. think. I kind of think maybe Harry will end up doing some bullshit royal expat position. Yeah, like a um, he might end up actually being like Governor General of Canada or some bullshit. Yeah, exactly. something like that. He should he should do that. I mean, I don't even know why he didn't put that in the option box. Like I would have yeah, gone probably- to his and said, 
I'm thinking about doing this. And she would have been like, oh, okay, wonderful. Like there was another way around it. His powers of manipulation have not been fully utilised. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think you'll go. maybe they'll go to Africa because he's all into Africa, right? They love um, Lesotho and all that stuff. So maybe they'll go and like have some sort of non-committal royal posting there and then just like there'll be lots of Instagram posts of like little Archie standing next to a giraffe and shit. That's what <laughs> yeah. I do. Wow. Good job, mate. We're very well done. I found that very speculative but in a measured way. It's time for Cruise Mary Shag. Do you care for a sneaky game of Cruise Mary Shag? I do care for. Let's go. Okay. We don't, I don't have to say the rules, right? We're past that. Option one. Yep. Thomas Markle. Whoa. Option two. Mother Doria. Option three, Sister Samantha Markle, who loves to sell her story to the British press. What are you going to do? Jesus Christ. I thought Trevor was going to get a mention here. Nah, fuck Trevor. I mean, you know, don't fuck Trevor. Not in the game. (laughs) Okay. Because I have a little bit of vomit in my mouth at the sound of his name, I would kill Thomas Markle. (laughs) (laughs) Mate. Don't get sneaky with me. I've had a recording cocktail. Okay. I would uh, – I think I would cruise with Thomas Michael because I would, let's get all those lighting tech stories out of him. Okay. Yeah. You like a little Ted – what's the Al Bundy? Not Ted, Ted Bundy was the serial killer. <laughs> Al Bundy yeah. was remote with children. Okay. Yeah. Let's get all the Al Bundy stories. Okay. Um, and then I think – Oh, I'd have to marry Doria. Steady as a rock. Yeah, and she can do makeup and she's a yoga teacher. She's like perfect. Yeah, what more do you want? And then so I guess I'm shagging Samantha Markle. Yeah, which is, I mean, you certainly, I don't know, it's tough. I think that was a great cruise Mary shag though from me. Well done, LK. Yeah, so good. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm hosting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed. What are we doing next week? Okay, we've kind of reached the end of the Royals. Are we go- are we doing? Um, I think we're gonna do Royal Explainer One Hundred and One, the introductory class. It's important that everybody listen to it, but very important for Americans. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Star Spangled Banner, whatever. <laughs> well, thanks very much for listening and see you all of a sudden. Hey, Rossi. G'day there, LK. How's your shit? Good. Thank you for asking. Oh, speaking of shit, that reminds me. Our new website, it is not shit, it is rad. We should tell everyone about our not shit but rad website oh yes excellent segue rossi it is very rad and not at all shit remind me what's it called again lkandrossi.com very rad and not shit like our podcasts which you can subscribe to and then tell your friends how rad and not shit they are also please leave us a rad and not shit review and check out our socials for rad and not shit content send us a rad and not shit email Or a bottle of wine in a quiche. Have a rad and not shit day. See you all of a sudden. (laughs) 